As the world burns, billionaires explore outer space free of charge. As the western United States burns up with over 70 forest fires in 13 states, and Germany deals with the aftermath of devastating floods, the world's richest man, not counting Vladimir Putin, rocketed himself up to outer space for 10 minutes at a cost of $2.5 million every 60 seconds. A Democracy Now! segment on Thursday looked at the irony and dangers of billionaires fighting to privatize and monopolize space infrastructure while the Earth burns due to the man-made climate catastrophe. As an example of his utter lack of self-awareness, Bezos' own comments after returning from his space adventure admitted that his wealth is created by not only his customers, but his workers. This, of course, reminds readers and listeners of the ProPublica story that exposed how little he and the billionaire class pay in taxes. They are all the undeserving recipients of corporate socialism, making their space tours, I'm looking at you, Richard Branson, just another taxpayer-funded giveaway to the richest men among us. And so I reluctantly thank the goddess of irony. We live in a country where a living wage for all working men and women is somehow not affordable, but a man who pays almost nothing in taxes is free to go to outer space at the taxpayer's expense. Yes, that's on us, the little people. Plenty of calls for you already. Uh, John's up first out of Clifton Park, New York, an independent. John, good morning. Uh, you're on with David McIntosh of the Club for Growth. Yes, good morning. Thank you for what C-SPAN does. Mr. McIntosh, my question to you is, how does the uh, space programs by these various millionaire, billionaires, it shows the failure, the trickle-down economics upon which you base a lot of your, you know, your stances and everything. How is, the, how is that putting these billions into space? instead of improving the conditions of the workers that make these people the richest men on earth. You know, I, I, I'd like a better understanding on, you know, you're talking about welfare and everything else, yet at the same token, you ignore these stances where these billionaires are pouring money into all this money into space. The only people who are able to fly with them are also billionaires and millionaires. Well, First of all, I'm, I'm actually really happy that it's not a government program um, where they're forcing taxpayers to spend the billions of dollars on something like that. Uh, you know, my view honestly is if somebody's been successful in creating a business and making money and the uh, customers have rewarded them so they've, they've become a billionaire, if they want to spend it on building a rocket to outer space, that's their choice. If they want to spend it on building mansions, they can do that. I don't think it's the right role of government to tell people how to spend their money. David McIntosh of the Club for Growth can kid himself with his self-assurance, as he did on Washington Journal last Friday, July 16th, by believing that the space exploration Bezos partook in was privately funded. But everyone in my neighborhood pays a higher percentage of their income in taxes than he pays on the beyond exorbitant and exceedingly gratuitous wealth that he lives off of. Not to mention, the Hill online newspaper reported in late May that a U.S. competitiveness bill, then being debated on the Senate floor, included $10 billion for Bezos' own space exploration company, Blue Origin. 
This was also around the time Bezos had bought MGM for $9 billion. So, we're expected to fork lift over, as a simple dinner fork won't cut it, the billions needed for him, again, arguably the richest man on earth, to acquire more wealth, and as the cherry on top, deliver him $1 billion more. According to the report published by ProPublica last month, the median American household brings in around 70000 a year and pays 14% in federal income taxes. In short, Americans subsidize the fruits of Jeff Bezos' midlife crisis. Credit to UK journalist Peter Ward for that spot on descriptor. I worry that we are getting closer and closer to the experience of the little people in the sci-fi film Elysium, starring Matt Damon. In the film, the rich, after exploiting the world to the point that it's practically uninhabitable, have moved on to an artificial world, Elysium, that might as well be on our moon, and those that remain on Earth, the rest of us, continue working in what could realistically be a future Amazon warehouse. Later in the Democracy Now! segment, the broadcast aired parts of an MSNBC interview with Bezos, who in completely out-of-touch fashion adamantly expressed that we should preserve our, quote, beautiful gem, end quote, also known as Earth, by transporting polluting industries to outer space, something he acknowledged would take, quote, decades to achieve. End quote. We need to take all heavy industry, all polluting industry, and move it into space and keep Earth as this beautiful gem of a planet that it is. Now, that's going to take decades and decades to achieve, but you have to start. And big things start with small steps. As Democracy Now! host Amy Goodman keenly noted, Bezos was asserting that we move pollution rather than address it here on Earth. Earth to Jeff Bezos. The climate catastrophe is already here. There's no time for your next grandiose and costly venture. Your class has cost us too much already.